Traveling the Vortex. We've joined all the doctors as they travel the vortex and arrive at episode number 372. Hey, look! It's Tamarka! <gasps> Marka! I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. How are you guys? Merka sighting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, now I have to wait. We'll squee. I'm making Merka great again. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be a ribbon or a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ribbon for next year. That's the ribbon for next year. <laughs> Which, you know, Galley and is... And a t-shirt. What the heck? Yeah, yeah. both. Galley is uh, the 30 next year. We, we probably ought to try and... Especially now that time Eddie is no If you're more. buying tickets, you bet. If you'd like to support us, please go to our Patreon page. <laughs> you know, if you're buying the tickets, I'll go. We'll play win the lottery. I'll, I'll pay for the, the airfare. Tickets. You just have to get the tickets. Oh, Okay. Your airfare or my airfare? I'm paying my airfare. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> good, good, good. good, good question. Good question, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand I why I don't have a ticket, Glenn. I buy a ticket. I'm here at the airport. I have my luggage. <laughs> you said. I have your galley ticket. Where's my airfare? <laughs> That's totally something we do. <laughs> I'm sure we would. What do you mean you were going to buy it? <laughs> I was going to. I thought you were going to. <laughs> Did you guys have a good week? Yeah. The only thing I did this week was Oscars, really, but... Yeah. Yeah, me too. Congratulations go out to Sean, who yeah. uh, finally, after 22 years, <laughs> took home the best guesser statue again. How how, how old is uh, Christopher Plummer? <laughs> it's been that long. <laughs> yeah. No, we had, a, we had a fun Oscar party, and I won Yay. in a tiebreaker, admittedly, but... He's 88. 88. I'm glad you won, because quite frankly, I'm tired of winning. Are you running out of room for your Oscar statues? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I like the competition. It was, there was, yeah. How many did you get, Glenn? I got 18 out of the 24, which wasn't even, I was like fourth best, I think. Yeah, you were tied with Mel wow. at 18. Yeah, Mel had 18. Uh, well, fourth and fifth best, I suppose. Um, because then Lori had 19, and you and Corey had, both had 20. I had a 13, which was pretty respectable for me. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad at all. I finally saw Get Out, which was really good. And uh, then Mel and I today uh, went and saw Annihilation. How was that? Um, it swings for the fences with some really big science fiction ideas. I don't know that I liked it. Hmm. it. It left a lot of ambiguity which normally I, I appreciate I don't necessarily need to be force fed everything um, but um, this one was really kind of just guess what happened <laughs> make up make up your own ending and it's going ah. did you ever see Solaris the Clooney no. remake reminded me a lot of Solaris but other than that we didn't do much okay no we didn't do much either let's move on to news in the news, we have some sad news to start off with. Uh, Peter Miles has passed away. Aww. Yeah, at the age of 89. Which, he lived a nice long life and appeared in three episodes, three stories of, of Doctor Who. He was an invasion of, uh, in the Silurians first, and then the invasion of the dinosaurs, and then finally Genesis of the Daleks. Niter. Niter. I have to be honest, that news hit me particularly hard. Um, well, I mean, as, I suppose as hard as a bit character in who can hit you. Um, but I think it was partially because I don't know that I knew that Niter was still alive. Oh. So, like, I was kind of, he was already kind well, of you, off you, my you radar. You say bit player, but he was no, like over 14 episodes. Yeah, I mean. That's just trying to do math off the top of my head. <laughs> Well, when two of them are per tweeze, that doesn't count because those are automatically <laughs> seven, six, six. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Twenty like episodes. You know, it's, it's not like he was a companion or anything. But... Yeah, he was a companion. He was Davros's companion. <laughs> Henchman. <laughs> oh, that's what they're called. That's right. That's slight difference. They like that better than minions. Mm. Let's move on to some happier news. Sure. Although I don't know how much happier this is either. <laughs> After uh, 14 novels, Candy Jar Books announced the conclusion to the ongoing 
Lethbridge Stewart storyline. Well, it is happy. That's good news. It brings the series the full circle. Now the Lethbridge Stewart the line will continue. Will continue. This isn't the end of the line. Every this is end the end is of the story arc, story arc that began yes. in the Forgotten Sun. Yes. And but so they are going forward in different directions yep. post this. I am looking forward to um, all of it kind of drawing to a close and, and tying up some, you know, I say tie up loose ends. I don't know that there are any loose <laughs> ends out there, but I think bringing, together. bringing the, the chapter to a close. Yeah. yeah. The Man from Yesterday, written by Nick Walters. So we're not going to get a phase three? Is that what you're telling me? Isn't this like phase seven? Like phase, <laughs> is it seven? No. I think it's been, this would be phase four. Four, right? Yeah, we call them by seasons, but four I just, five. We, we, we went we went through all of this up to this is four, I think, isn't it? I can't. No, remember. maybe this is five. How many different colors are there? <laughs> this one's kind of tan. That's that's just this. Oh, just, this one's yellow, isn't it? Because the first tan. one was tan. Was like mustard. a beige. I this, guess. this is this, this is, is much mustard, more mustard. Yeah. Yeah, mustard. First one was beige. I can't believe we're going through the colors of these. But first one was beige. The second one was blue. Right. The third one was purple. No. There was one in between there. There was a green. There was a green. Because we had kind of that split green, season. And then purple. And then, oh, we might be on five then. You might be right. Because it's a post-Havoc Files 4. Well, yeah, that starts off the... That was this color this time. Yeah, it was Havoc Files 4. Okay, so if you're counting well, that... Havoc Files always ended the season. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. they were always at the end of that season, but they started the color of the next coloring of books. <laughs> Regardless. I make, I make one comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm backtracking and retracting it. I'm taking it away. Let's move this on. Is, this is series five. Okay. Phase five. Phase five. I, I, I was meaning in regards to Andy's book, we called the Avengers of the Lethbridge Stewart verse. So, to my mind, we're now in phase two, but that's okay. You you have your colors. Oh, and your I, have to cut. I have to cut. I have to cut because you bumped the mic. Because you, you, you bumped the mic. So. You don't like that? <laughs> well, I. I <laughs> want to start doing. <laughs> This conversation bores me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it may be the end of the story arc, but it's not the last novel because there are others that are coming out later that take place before this. So, you know, wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Uh, I was I'm glad you've explained that because I I was genuinely concerned. Like, what do you mean it's over? <laughs> no, not over, because they're still doing lineage and all sorts of other things. I, they haven't confirmed one way or another if it's going to be full-fledged novels going forward or just collections of short stories or novellas or what they're doing, but they're continuing beyond this. Well, they're also going into the big anniversary year of the of the brig, so I don't think these are count. Are these counted part of these, Glenn? What the the, the big anniversary celebration series five is that I thought part? This of, was I thought I thought that was beyond this. No, well, I thought that this was part of that with some additional stuff oh, okay. later in the year. You know better than I do usually. <clears throat> I don't this time. <laughs> I just I I thought this was part of that. This book already has the greatest first line of a synopsis ever. Lay it on me. Gordon's alive. <laughs> <laughs> that is the hands down greatest <laughs> intro line in the history of ever. You don't even read, need to read the rest of the synopsis. <laughs> Insta purchase. And and oddly enough, is a fantastic segue into my bit of news. Oh, what's your bit of news? Okay, so we all, I assume we all watched last month when uh, SpaceX did their phenomenal Heavy Falcon liftoff and Starman went up into space in his, in his convertible. And there have been all these... What? I just I saw it happen. I saw it happen. Oh, you didn't watch it? I didn't watch it. Oh, I watched it. I, there's as I, much, was, I was at work. There's, much, there's as much cool about that as there is idiotic about that for me, but go ahead. It's way more on the cool side. <laughs> I don't even care. I, I understand it's idiotic. You know what tipped we it to the, the car into You know space. what tipped it to the cool side is the fact that Don't Panic is on the dashboard. That won me. I was <laughs> like, that one you all right, all right. cool. I'll keep watching this. Um, so there are all these conspiracy theorists that uh, are running around saying that Elon Musk actually has committed the perfect murder and that he just ditched the body. That that was kind of the whole point of this was so that he could launch this dead person up into space and that we will never find them. I had a conversation with Odd Duck Phil this week and we have it on very good authority that, first of all, that's not true. <laughs> that you had a conversation or that you have it on good authority? Uh, that he, the, killed the, 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 that he killed a dude is not oh, true. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know who Starman is? David Boy. No. It's Brian Blessed. He volunteered. He's driving to Mars. 
what? Yeah. He's always wanted to go into space. He's doing that program and everything. And Elon said, I got a spot. And he said, I'll take it. This was, this was your news? This was my news. I'm convinced oh. that Brian Blessed is driving to Mars. <laughs> I'm not convinced. In, in, in a red convertible. I need some evidence. Well, just wait. He'll land and then get out and claim the planet for himself. How much cool? How much cooler can the man get? He, right? He is, he is invincible. Huh? See? When he gets to Mars, he's going to part, point the car downward and yell, Dive! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I knew if I let that dangle out there long enough, somebody would jump on it. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. Oh, what else is in Took the Took a bit news? longer than I expected, what but I got there. What else in the news, Keith? <laughs> oh, our last bit is that the April selection for the Traveling Vortex Book Club, uh, the poll is up, so you can go vote on that. And options, vote early and vote often. Options include Missy Chronicles, City of Death, and a couple of Night Doctor novels. I've already made my selection for next month. Have you? Yes. I don't think I've read the book for this month yet, but... <laughs> uh, this this month was Cricket Men. Doctor right? Who and the Cricket, Cricket Men. Cricket Men, yeah. I just got my copy of it, so... Oh, nice. I'm behind, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not, because this month is... It just started. It yeah, just started. So I'm okay. Just You're five days in. I'm, I'm okay. You're only, five, I was, day. I keep You're thinking, only five days behind. I keep thinking this was February's book. It's I got it. It's this month's book. Never mind. March's book. Yes. And as always, thank you to the ladies uh, for running the, the, the book club and doing such a fine job with it. And we encourage all of you, if you like Doctor Who, to go sign up for the book club. And Holly in particular. Holly in yes. particular. Yeah. She's, she's really spearheaded. She, she's got but the all the girls are involved responsibility. In we appreciate that so much. And go weigh in on uh, book topics. I should stop lurking and actually start commenting. You should, you lurker. Yeah, I'm a lurker. <laughs> I see you creeping in there. and <laughs> I should be like Brian Blessed and just dive right in. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to feedback? Yep. No feedback no this feedback week. No feedback this week. Well, still no song. No song. But. <laughs> Lucky me. <laughs> they can one. always send it in. They can always send it in. Keith, where to? They can send it to Traveling the Vortex. No, that's not right. Send it to feedback at travelingthevortex.com. Wait a minute. Somebody cut that, that or... No, just leave it. It's fine. <laughs> 372 episodes. <laughs> I got it wrong. You got it wrong. Wow. You can go to our website, travelingthevortex.com, and fill out the send us feedback tab or weigh in on any form of social media. Click on the tab, then fill in the form. Yes. Yeah. And do the CAPTCHA thing and, you know, jump through all the hoops we have all for you. Hoops. Some drop, of them are on fire. Drop but, of blood. You know, possibly firstborn child. Yes. You never know. <laughs> no. No I, wonder people don't feed us feedback, send us feedback. They think it's too complicated we've, now. We've made it way oh, too well. hard. Oh. Uh, rest assured, I do not want your firstborn child. Well, without any feedback, or your that means second, we can third. quickly get to what I think is one of the most exciting parts of this episode this time is our review. Yes. So you're saying no. that you don't think our reviews are the most exciting parts of the episodes normally? No, because I have to tolerate you most of the time. Oh. <laughs> Dude, give me some. That was, that's, that's, a, that's a good burn. I'm not even mad over that one. <laughs> I hope you're not mad. You know I tease. I know. Mostly. And, and, and sometimes... I go home, <laughs> and I just have to sit in a corner. Mel goes, "Was Glenn mean to you again?" I say yes. Uh, and then Mel goes, "Suck it up, Buttercup." <laughs> and goes downstairs. And she she pats me on the shoulder and says, "That's nice, honey. Go to bed." <laughs> You're just overtired. All right, the lost dimension when the universe is threatened when the laws of time and space and reality break down different incarnations of the doctor can meet it should never happen but this is one of those days <laughs> unless it's an anniversary year or titan doing their yearly get together of the doctors sorry <laughs> shouldn't happen does quite a bit actually <laughs> Well, according Witness. to you, last year they didn't have a multi-doctor story. So, yes, they, well, no, that's they didn't. <laughs> according to you, according to me, that's a, one year out of fifty-three, <laughs> I didn't do it. 
witnessed an unprecedented crossover between all 13 Doctors to date in an epic struggle for the future of the universe. Guest starring Jenny, the Doctor's daughter, the Doctors must battle an all-consuming white hole and and uncover the deadly secret of the void between universes. Bum, bum, bum. Me too. Me too. Mostly. There's 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 Mostly. a lot there's a lot of cringe worthy moments in this. Don't get me wrong, but it's what it was. This twelve epi- twelve issue arc only eight eight, eight issue arc. Was it only <laughs> at times, eight? At times it felt longer. Well, no, I don't think so. I thought it clipped clipped right along, but it felt like there was a lot more stories than that. But well, the problem was some of them was... did. They had several stories crammed into one. The, the problem is there were about six issues worth of material that yes got dragged out to eight i think that's think my so? issue too yeah no. there, there are two issues in particular no that i felt like you just padding. said there were eight <laughs> but hang on a second <coughs> river yes yeah okay <laughs> yep mm-hmm. you and i are on the Completely same unnecessary. <laughs> i like the rest the of it was great story. the river story the river was, was awesome it just didn't belong in this well maybe not it could but... have, it could have maybe been used as a prologue Maybe be, be, because there is that thin connection between the Silurian and um, that was yeah that was pretty much I, I think but, but that was it that was my least favorite story even though I really enjoyed how River was portrayed well, I'm kind of jumping ahead here but I liked how River was portrayed though this really felt like River Song. Uh, maybe not necessarily the more. It felt like Diary of River Song, River Song. Yeah, it yeah. didn't. It wasn't quite the more subdued River Song that we got with a lot of the years of with Matt Smith towards the end of her life. This really kind of felt like she had just gotten her, uh, not her doctor for her. Yeah, her. Well, yeah, and she was. She had just gotten her. Uh, well, released got, from prison. She, she released from prison. Yeah. yeah. Well, it felt and more so, like. Um, Post Let's Kill Hitler River, like just after that episode, maybe it felt like that. But it, this isn't where it would have been said. No, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, just, she already had her done. Uh, but she, it but was just—it was really it, more it, the, the the rough cut rogue River Song, and I thought that was nice because of a River Song river of the song, yeah maybe. that it's, even it's big finishes River Song. But of of that, yeah, yeah. But of that era, we haven't had a lot of. I guess we've got a lot. I haven't listened to all the River Song stuff. <laughs> There's on three so far. Audio, so but it, I just all. I like that. Yeah. So I, I like seeing that. It's not that, I, that necessarily is my, my favorite, you know, era of River Song, but I just like to see nice more of that. Pace. It is a nice change of pace. River has eras. That River th- does those, have eras. Those two issues were fine. They just didn't belong in this collection. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's my only. Issue. I enjoyed the ride. I just when it was that's over. Your only issue. <laughs> if you could have, oh, ta- my only two issues. If you could have taken that out of there, I suppose the story still would have worked. Or had River show up in there at the at the, the climax. I think Every, that's everyone what, else that, does. that was the big. That was the that's big what they should have done. Is, that you know, would have fixed River the problem. Did not show up at the end there. However, I think based on where we're at in 12's timeline, and he's the only one that's going to remember all of this. Uh, I think where we're at in Twelve's timeline, I don't think it you have could have there. had her show up there. Yeah, unless she showed up while they were off dealing with Eleven, and then left before. Yeah, but then it would have felt forced because it would have mm. felt like they were trying to figure out a way to, to wiggle. Kind of like how they forced River Song into this entire story arc. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't think it felt like they forced it because there was the connection with the Silurian, with that one Silurian. Yeah, so yeah I think that worked okay thread. for me. The rest of it was great. I really enjoyed it. I didn't know how I'd feel about Jenny being back, but not a big fan of her costume. But other than oh, I love that god her armor. That is Samus that armor. is that's the <laughs> superhero. Samus. That is a Gallifreyan superhero right there. <laughs> that's that's how you do Doctor Mysterio. Yeah, okay. that that is a Gallifreyan superhero. I loved the costume and. Just even as cheesy as it was, they made it work because they explained it really well. Once they eventually explained yep. it, I, 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 I liked it. She shows up and I went, okay, what is this? And then when we find out who it is, then I go, okay, what's going on here? And then as they went back and they explained how she got there, I was like, this is awesome. I loved that part of it. One of my absolute favorite... In a bow ship! <laughs> One of my absolute favorite pages is... It's not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, they had different sizes for different sizes. Yeah, I, I had I, everything was clicking along so well, and they said it. I was like, "Woo!" And then they showed it, and I went, "Aw," <laughs> because it's, it's a bow ship third class. Oh, okay, you fixed it for oh, me yeah. now. <laughs> I just I I've always bigger. 
<laughs> you know, I, I really want something with a giant. Well, the one in uh, uh, the State of Decay that goes straight up and then comes back down into the... Uh, the well, the one they were well, using is the tower. That's not even a ship. That's just a rocket. No, it was a it was no. a downed bow ship. I no, thought that's what no, they said. No, no, yeah. it's, it, no it's just a colony ship or something. It's the because the, the only line about well, it was you're ships, right because that was just the colony. Yeah, the only line about bow ships is the one the doctor has when he's reading the chronicle. Oh, that's right, it's in the chronicles. Yeah. But I've, I've just I, I've always envisioned this just absolutely huge, massive first order style dreadnought. Big ship with a gaping maw on the front that actually fires bolts of wood out of it. <laughs> like, or well, no wonder you didn't like this one. No, this is fine. Yeah, this, this is a this was way too. Nah, it looked, it looked, like, it looked like the swordfish from Cowboy Bebop. It was nah, just way was too fine. tidy. That's kind of All what a bow ship is. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's another name for a basically a fancy name for a spaceship. Sure, that's fine. But I, in in my Doctor Who world, I like the impracticability of. Something crazy that I, would, I like the idea of a spaceship that actually fires a bolt of wood. That to me is just an appealing idea. It wouldn't work in any other universe, but in Doctor Who, for me, it does. So, All right. now, see, I always envision they drive. They would drive the bow ship into the uh, heart of the vampire, like a stake. Yeah, and then they would dematerialize, and then materialize, and so they were the pilot was safe. That's why I always that works too. So. But this isn't big enough to do that. <laughs> Come on, uh. <laughs> compare her little tiny ship to the great vampire's hand that comes out of that thing. Ain't no way. Right. You need, she wouldn't even penetrate the crust of that planet coming back down. Right. If that was Bowship, we'll go back to Bow Ship Class 3. There you this go. This is Thanks. for the smaller, smaller vampires. Um, now I that I'll buy. <laughs> I didn't feel like Kate and Osgood had enough of a role. but No, they really didn't. No, but Osgood but wearing okay. the Six Doctors outfit was it just was, enough. Was yes. Good. The amount of nods in this thing is fantastic. Even the meta ones where, like... When Jenny meets the fifth doctor and says, Dad? <laughs> yeah, that, that was cool. That really took off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. No, I didn't even yeah. get that one. <laughs> meta. Very meta. Yeah, that was cool. And and Jenny with 12 really works for me, too. In fact, I, yeah. I, I wish we'd have seen Jenny show up with, in the series with... 12 around because that was pretty cool that seemed like it seemed natural it did it seemed yeah natural that's good i don't know if it's because he's so much older and, and it's that more believable be it. that he's yeah. her, her dad 12 with anybody <laughs> i think it's just 12 yeah and I, I liked how they kind of they, they did the big spectacular little bits of everybody and then each person got their own issue Kind of setting them into the right position. Mm -hmm. Yep. And nines. So we just move on to that one where it's a sure. sequel to Blood Tide. Yeah. <laughs> Way cool. <laughs> With a Merka. And Vastra. Merka. Yeah, that was pretty cool that they're all isolated there and, and Vastra's trying to find the colony because she's under she she's heard rumors. And then she's mad at the doctor. She's genuinely mad at the doctor for not telling her that they were there. And then when he discloses why he was withholding, I thought, okay, this that may because it really made him feel like seemed like a real jerk. I mean, and he, yeah. he can be a bit of. I mean, nine has always kind of you know had that jerk quality to him. But uh, when they get to the point where they explain that it's because they're they're they've kind of isolated themselves because of the disease. As soon as they landed on the island and. The classic Silurian showed up. I thought to myself, wait. I actually went and looked up when Blood Tide took place to see if they were close to each other year-wise. Because I thought, oh, this could be a sequel. And it was. <laughs> I uh, when, when, when the Merca launches out of the water. And, it's kind and, of a shame that's the only view. Uh, yeah, but, but it's so awesome. It's you know? a whole, almost a whole page. It's almost a whole page. Nearly well deserved the whole page. Yeah, its own panel there. It's just got to cut one other panel at the top. I, I I tend to at times when I'm really really into the story, it becomes a page turner quite literally, and I kind of tend to gloss over the artwork because I'm so invested in what's happening. As you should. And that happened, and I had turned the page, and then some little tickle in the back <laughs> of my brain went, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! That was, was not that? just a sea serpent. Go back." And so I went back and looked and went, oh! <laughs> like I literally did a double take. 
That, it well, is. It's the baby Merca from Blood Tide. That's that's no. That's the big Merca from Blood Tide. The baby Merca is the one that we got to see in Warriors of the Deep. That's what we they had established. Is oh, that's that, right. Yeah, that 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 they they actually grow to that size in Blood Tide, whereas we saw, saw the baby just, we saw up, an immature yeah, we, we just got the immature in, one yeah, in uh, Warriors from the Deep. Yeah. But yeah, very, very, very happy with that. And the, the whole rest of this issue is really good. It, it this is. This is oh, one yeah. that's very well laid out. Um, and <laughs> the, the, the fourth Doctor cameo. Yeah. <laughs> and the voices are right throughout it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, the, 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 the Doctors all sound like their incarnations. The companions all sound like their incarnations. And I was a little concerned when everybody started piling up on top of each other how our established canon of comic companions was going to stack up against the television companions. You know, when, when, once you bring Rose or, or somebody in, is, is Gabby still going to kind of hold her own? And they did. Yeah. Which really made me happy. Well, they do a nice job of, of isolating their stories, too. In those those issues, as as Keith was talking about, where they give each doctor a you know uh, their own issue as well, and I think they 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 don't become second fiddle to everything that's going on. They get appropriate time in those particular issues too. Yeah. And then when everything comes together at the end, they still feel like they're appropriately there and engaging together on the, on the same level. They're they're not there as much mostly, but it, but, yeah. but you ha- but you get you also get si- you get Rose sidelined you get you everybody gets sidelined everybody equally. Gets sidelined. Rose yeah. doesn't even get to show up at the big climax. That's true, but everybody gets sidelined equally, in my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, in that last issue, because that's really kind of the Doctor and Jenny story. Yeah. So Jenny, even to a point, the the one person that gets sidelined at the end that I kind of felt like didn't deserve to be sidelined was the Eighth Doctor, but yeah. I loved him showing up, though. I'm glad he did, yeah. And I really kind of appreciated the fact that the War Doctor was just there. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of made for a nice change and of pace. And it was a younger, a, a younger, younger version, version yeah. of the War Doctor in, in, at that. In fact, when I first looked, when I first saw him, I thought, who's this supposed to be? It almost looked like the Master. <laughs> yeah, well, then I, then I kind of looked closer and I thought, oh, this is just the War Doctor younger with longer hair. I was like, okay, that works for me. Because we, we really only have one imagery of the War Doctor mm. in our heads because of John Hurt's portrayal in Day of the Doctor. Yeah. And then we see that on the cover of uh, Engines of War, and we get the same era of Doctor pretty much for the most part in the War Doctor Big Finish series. Mm-hmm. And so, But we know from the reflection of, of him looking at himself after he first transforms that he transformed as a... Young, much younger man, yeah. and so we know that there were some years in there, and I think that works to be able to give us a visual of what he would have looked at, like between that point and when you know a day of the doctor happens. Yeah, so as, as the story unspooled, and we, we get the very solid ninth doctor story with the Silurians, and then we get and in my mind an even more solid tenth doctor story, Wheel in Space 2.0, at least yeah. as good, <laughs> at least as good. <laughs> Eh, not quite that, but yes. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really. There were similarities, yes. Um, with very creepy Cybermen. Oh, yes. And so it's like, wow, how are you guys going to top that? <laughs> oh, just old-time Gallifrey. Old-time Gallifrey. <laughs> like, what? Ye old Gallifrey. I yeah. loved it. Did I, you? Yeah. That, that, that was one of those ones that I think had some issues with it, but it kind of, it makes up for it, for where we get too mm-hmm. and i think the 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 really the neat thing for me is the glimpses of that era or or just pre that era in the which that's interesting that we we talked about how they've done a sequel to a big finish they've done uh, uh some callbacks obviously to the to the classic series and the virgin new adventure uh cat's cradle oh the first cat's cradle book which time uh, no, not Time Worm. That was a Time Worm. That was a whole another series. Oh. No, Cat's Cradle was the first. Um, Long Barrel. No, <laughs> I'm just throwing out titles. Uh, well, know. stop, Time's stop, because you're jumping. That's it. Times Crucible, um, which has a lot of reference to Rassilano when he first becomes 
uh, president in the early days, and they're talking about a lot of these things, th- th- same things. There's, there's, a, there's almost this is almost a sequel to the the elements set up in that as well, or at least Ooh. a continuation of the elements set up in that. So I thought that was pretty cool too. That they've really done their homework and they've really farmed into all of all of the Doctor Who lore in order to develop this really really well put together story, all the way down to the fact that this even links to not the new well not all the new adventure stuff dealt with that some of the uh, early doctor adventures and past doctor adventures that when bbc took it back over referred to the doctors the other and this car this this grabs that yeah. and uses a lot of that as well which i thought was pretty cool that was well, the beauty of sigma it is, theta sigma yeah is when he, he lands and we're here in ancient times and ancient gallifrey is like oh how is this going to work and we're not going to interfere we're going to completely stay out of history's way and be very quiet about it and so you get several pages with nothing really happening other than these little glimpses into you know the world and it just got to the point where it was like well okay so what's going to happen and then it happens and it happens in the most spectacular blow up imaginable because the doctor doesn't just meddle he doesn't just <laughs> he, he inserts himself in the middle of things Despite his best efforts not to. Despite I, his I best really efforts not to. That. And, oh, look, there's Rassilon. And that just was like, wow. Yeah. You know. Not only did you screw up, you screwed up big time. <laughs> so that, that, for me, is what really kicked this off. And then, you know, Roz, as he wants to be called. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think the, the I think the the uh, TT capsule that goes a little crazy though was a little too. It was a, they've always done a good job of teetering on the technic, you know the 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 what am I looking for the electronic that's not even what I'm looking for not making the Tardises too organic you know what I mean mm-hmm. not too creature-like not too biological they've always had that essence of that they they've always done a nice job of 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 melding the non-biological and the biological i've always felt um there have been some missteps in the past as far as put making it a little too organic or symbiotic i think they did that here especially with the whole wrestling the thing down like it was um, a young Bucking Bronco Colt. I kind of you know, bumped on all that. That, that, that I had a problem with. Um, I can see that. I liked the idea or the concept of what they were doing there. But to me, it was a little too cartoonish. A little too... It, it got a little silly for me. So that's why that particular story, while there were a lot of elements of it that I liked, there were pieces of it that I felt were a little maybe too kitschy. So... And it's odd in a way, but not that it's an 11th Doctor story. Because as we've said before with the, the, the Titan comic run, the 11th Doctor tends to be the most cartoonish and, and comic-y uh, of, of the, the lines, not only in the art style, but just in general yeah. across the board with the storytelling. So it, it really kind of fits for that. But I thought it did a really great job of setting up what ultimately is going to be the, the end foe yeah, for all right. this. Yeah, it works. It works really well. And, and 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 for everything you said about him inserting himself and in, then inserting himself in a really big way. Um, now, I don't know about you guys. Unfortunately, I felt this suffered from the best of both worlds syndrome where part one was so good. Okay. And then I went running into two and I kind of felt just a little let down that the, the one it's in book heat. two. Yeah. Book two or volume two, whatever oh. the, the second f- series of four issues. The second a, half. A, a little bit, but I felt the resolution was strong. Yeah, I kind, of felt, the river, I kind of felt the resolution was strong, too. And and I think maybe I would agree with you because the River store, there's there's two. Isn't there two issues of this was River? Two, yeah, two yeah. of the four. So that, I, I think. And so we got two, two River and two, like, set up and wrap up. Right. And those, that particular storyline was my least favorite of all this, although I... There was a lot of high-minded concept there that I yeah. really enjoyed, but found myself very confused as to what was going on many times. The river and it was a bit disconjointed. The river was—that's the other problem I had with it. Is not only did I feel it was unnecessary, I felt it was very disjointed, and I, I went had to go back several times and reread it to make sure that it almost felt like the pages were stapled in the book wrong. 
the, the felt a little out of order. It, it, yeah. yeah, and I, I, I couldn't that tell if a, that was done on purpose. I think that was an artistic choice of writing and illustrating, but it did make the, the storyline very very disjointed, very and hard to follow. At times, yeah. However, we did get a pretty awesome Fourth Doctor story with Crotons, Quarks, <laughs> and Ogrons that are basically Starfleet. That's what I thought was neat <laughs> about that is we got the story where we we got some old monster and villain cameos. But because they were so out of character for what they should have been, putting them in this Elseworld scenario or this yeah, other dimension, other dimension yeah. scenario really worked really well in its favor, especially when the Crotons kind of kind of go you know, transform. And like, we didn't know Crotons did that. <laughs> it's kind of like when the, the, the quirks transform yeah, in, sure. in uh, uh, Mutually Assured Domination. They Lethbridge-Stewarted the the uh, crotons. crotons. Now, I, I have to ask Keith: Are you okay with the way the uh, the, the, the the quarks kind of got the short? Well, they end were of the treated stick? as comic relief, <laughs> yeah, because it was against crotons. So, I mean, <laughs> that made it all all right. Yeah, I would have rather the roles been reversed, but you know, because <laughs> I, I worried about you because you kind of got double whammy because <laughs> you had the Cybermen acting out of character in the first set. Well, but that was really kind of cool. But I mean, it was, was yeah, because I, they were being. Oh, and there was still the virus and everything. Right, so they were was, being ta- yeah, overtaken yeah. by that uh, the white void virus. Because that also fit in well to the overarching theme yeah. and story. I love how they when the the doctor basically convinces them that you know. He's the greatest, and that's why they're going to have to take off, <laughs> which I thought was a little hokey. But hey, it's the fourth Doctor, so I was okay with it. Uh, although I wondered many times why didn't the Doctor just use that tactic anytime he was trying to chase a foe off? But um, I he do had like the eleventh Doctor before it worked. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I do like the uh, uh, the the Ogrons are like a sudden crisis demands our immediate attention, yeah. and the Crotons are going prepare for departure. This is not a retreat. <laughs> Quarks go, Quarks, run away now! (laughs) (laughs) It was a fun story. It was a fun story. Right ahead of the uh, river. Yeah. (laughs) Weird thing. Well, then we got the the next one's the the two-part, isn't it? That's the river river story, yeah. No, the the one that had both Bill and uh, Jenny's story. Or was that in part one? That was one? at the end of part that one. Was at the end that of part was one. the last okay. story and that was in one. Bill, that was Alice. Or Alice, part yes. of the end. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, that was the end of part one. Okay. Which we kind of covered. the, uh, But it was nice seeing what she was going through. What she went right, through. Right, that was Jenny's on, story, on the basically. Yeah. Yeah. The backstory of what led her up to where she's at right now. Yeah. Getting the super, you know, when you get to that. And I even like the fact that, I mean, the, the little patches, they're pretty much, you just... That she you, added them you, on there. Well, it was, the patches I got the impression was on the suit, but they're blank, and you program yeah. them with whatever you want on them. What insignia yeah. you want? That's what she used. Seal the rest one. Uh, that was cool. No, following this story, well, the other, and then following this one was the River Two Parter. The uh, uh, Fourth Doctor story after that was the River Two Parter, which again, I, a lot of it was a lot of high minded concepts. I like the idea of that. There's this human. Saigon, like hybrid or you know half breed, yeah. that is, I mean he's he remarkably looks human and Zygon at the same time, which <laughs> I thought was kind of cool too. He's got the suction things here, but he's got hair, and that was kind of a unique thing. I've never seen anybody tackle something like that uh, before, so that was kind of cool. Um, River putting him into danger to, <laughs> to. I guess I didn't quite get the people on the planet. They. Were supposed to be. They were speaking Silurian, but they didn't look Silurian. So they weren't Silurian. They were human. Okay. They were human. The Silurians had quote unquote enslaved them, oh, and see, that's like, why they were trying to get away when they find when they they felt that they were being lied to because they were riding the the reptiles and everything. But they were they felt like they were being lied to by oh what's his name that was the three eyed raven. Yeah, the three eyed <laughs> raven. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Um, it was like he had tamed the primitives kind of type thing, and they felt that they could finally rise up when, what's his name, uh, Wallace? What's the guy? What was the kid's name that was going for his senior thesis? <laughs> uh, what was his name? It started with a W. Willard? Wallace? William? That guy. Wildar. Wildar, that's it. <laughs> Wildar. Um and then, of course, he takes 
the the leader gal to see the ship and so that she'll believe that they can really escape yeah. from there. So yeah, no, they were supposed to be human. Hmm. Yeah, it just like I said, I almost would rather have they could have really split that off into a little four part river mini series and really oh, yeah. fleshed they out those have. ideas and yeah. done something cool with it because it just it felt like such a sidestep for the the action at hand and coming off of the fourth doctor episode which in you know <laughs> typical fourth doctor romana 2 fashion is kind of a ludicrous episode <laughs> in and of itself we've already had a sidestep yeah. so it, this just felt like one extra out of the way now yeah like i was stopping for gas and then i decided i needed three cheeseburgers from three different restaurants before i got back on the road and it was just like <laughs> oh hurry up so i, 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 think I can't be as hard it. on it because i thought it was a really clever well, story. well no, it was a clever story it just didn't fit the rest of the motif that you know it's it, it was a, a black shirt in a closet full of blue. It just <laughs> didn't work for me. The rest of the story, however, uh, I, the last two issues well, were... the last two issues are the big climax. Yeah, so. the, from the page, page one, pretty much it just flew, and I didn't have any complaints and enjoyed every single second of it. Yeah, I... Uh, and I know how Glenn loves talking about the artwork, but I thought consistently with the exception of the two-part river, the well, artwork was really good I, throughout it. I will throw out there that I felt the second river story, the artwork was a bit rough. I, in fact, it, uh, the one other story was I, I. it took me a little while to settle on the artwork in the fourth Doctor story because while the artwork was good, I didn't feel like it was a good representation of the fourth Doctor. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little too maybe on the comic character side than it was the more realist side that, that, that some choose to do. Because it didn't match the previous, like, Dave Gibbons' fourth Doctor And then I stuff. think maybe that's yeah. what it is. I'm so steeped in the Gibbons stuff. But they did such a good job on the miniseries that they did for the fourth Doctor. I thought that the artwork was matched there. The artwork, again, was good in that. I liked it. It's a it's a style. It just it took me a little while to get used to it. Uh, and I thought Romana looked a little too much Barbie doll. But that's yeah. not right. Yeah. Now, the only complaint I had about the rest of it was Capaldi's hair couldn't quite make up its mind which season it was. Well, I know. <laughs> I see. I disagree with you. I thought the rest, I thought. It didn't look It was fine enough. all it the way. too flowy. Well, I, and it, it could be in between. I don't think you need to pick a season, but there was one inconsistency at the very end of at the, the first story. yeah. He's got the this hair that he has through most of it, but then there's that one shot where it's like the shorter pull, you know, comes mostly straight back hair. Yeah. And I thought. Why would you do that unless maybe they brought another artist in to do that panel because it was a single page shot? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. He was even in a different outfit too. It's when they come into the room and they're saying, Peace, Doctor. It's a whole different version of him, which I thought that was kind of strange. But. Maybe that was done on purpose to illustrate that the, the, the void was bleeding over and time was reversing or something. I don't know. Okay. They didn't talk about re- it. So. I could retcon it that way. But no, I That's thought they stretch. were, I thought they <laughs> were really consistent with his hair. I think it's a little like, like what are you guys are saying? It's a little more flowing and, and relaxed than it is. It's a little when more it's eighth doctor. Really big. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, I, mean, it, I like not, it. It's a good it's, look. It's, it's not that it's bad. It's just. That's a good look though. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, they kind of pulled a Day of the Doctor scenario there where they had all of the yeah. doctors come back in there. I kind of felt, I, I was okay with that because I was like, ooh, look at all these doctors. Their control room's all in the same place. But I felt like that was a little bit too heavy of a borrow, mm-hmm. but I was okay with it. And, uh, I, again, I go, go back to the fact that I love that 8 shows up, but I really felt like he got shortchanged a bit. He did really. Well, I guess the hair isn't so flowing in the last one. The when the artist change happens, it's just not as long. I can see where you're coming from on that. Well, again, it's not. It's not that. It's not that it was bad. It's just that it was that. Okay, this is where we're going with it, and then yeah. it wasn't quite consistent. Yeah, that's. But again, it's, it's, it's a I, I, I'm a little f- forgiving on that because when a book changes artists. You're going to have a lot of that difference, yeah. and there's clearly a change of artist between the last, second to last book and the and the third book. Yeah. So, yeah, or I'm saying book because we reviewed these in books, but issues, I suppose I should say. 
and have some beautiful panels throughout. They're really all, all of the uh, the big splash pages were they 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 picked their real estate well, and they don't often give us sideways ones. Yeah, that was which intriguing. was kind of an, a neat uh, approach to it. And we got that a couple of times too. Quite a few, and especially near the end. Oh, I made guess it, there were two alone in that last one. Yeah, you made right. it a little harder to read on the device. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I agree. I think they, when, when it came down to it, the end borrowed a little too much from Day of the Doctor, but with an epic crossover of this magnitude. If you're going to borrow, borrow from the, be- yeah, well, the yeah, best, there's, there's so too. I'm okay with it. But realistically, when you, when you put them in this scenario, there's really only so many different ways that you can have yeah. t- 13 different characters do something together. And Especially when you're not going to go full tilt and literally have every single one, you know, on Earth doing the same thing. Right. When it's relocated to their TARDISes trying to fix the issue, it's going to be... So stand at your console and push buttons. Okay. Yeah, you know. it's, that's kind of Doctor 101 anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> you think so too, huh? Cody, come here. Come here, Cody. The uh, the last couple of page wrap up I felt was a little rushed. Well, they're just kind of yeah, we've got some cleanup to do. Oh look, Alice got out of the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, I'm okay she, with it. She, she's she, she's very doctor like because she stole a uh, a time capsule and escaped Gallifrey from the time lock. <laughs> you go, yeah, but girl. She, <laughs> she she went through that pinhole back through. Uh-huh. So which yeah. the only reason it was created was because of the void. Because of the TARDIS that was doing it, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> Here I am trying to explain it away because I was the same way. I was like, "It's time locked. Come on, <laughs> tiny, tiny little pinhole." And it took Matt Smith's doctor a whole lot of finagling and conniving and convincing, and she just kind of went, "Come on, take me out of here." Well, maybe, okay. the, maybe the outdoor is bigger than the indoor, though. That could be. Maybe oh, Gallifrey and technology and time travel. Sure, I'll buy that. Yeah. It's a funnel. You know what? It's just... <laughs> doesn't matter. It was for good. Such an, oh, yeah. For such an epic crossover event, I think it worked really well. Like I say, it had some rough edges in places, but overall... I, I think it actually lives up to the epic good. crossover event title that they give these things. Whereas, I think so, too. You know, every year they say, epic crossover events, and every year we're slightly disappointed. Which comes down... This one, I'm not. Which comes down to the... I don't know how they can do bigger than this, though. It's one of those yeah. things that you do this epic story like this and then next year are like okay we set, you set the bar really high last year what are you going to do this year and part of me wonders though is I, I, going into this full disclosure I wasn't excited about doing these stories whatsoever and the reason being is because Titan has this every year we're doing a multi-doctor event and actually I think I was kind of glad that last year's wasn't as Sean called it an, 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 it wasn't a multi-doctor event although I still consider it a multi-doctor story um, I'm, I'm glad, kind of glad that they did it differently last year on hindsight because they didn't do this kind of, they did, they, they made a grand story out of something, which we did have issues with it, but they made a grand story out of something, but, but chose a different way to tell the story by separating the doctors by their, their own eras and never mm-hmm. really crossing them over. So that was a nice pause in order to set something up like this. But with Titan doing this kind of thing year after year after year, Multi-doctor stories to me should be, as much as I love them and get excited when I see several doctors in the room, they should be something special. They should, they're meant for anniversary specials. They're meant for, you know, so, but when you, if you continue to do this from year to year to year, it's going to kind of get old and tired. And so I'm a little worried about what comes forward Especially if it's the same four guys. Right. If if, if they continue to focus on the new series crop right. of, of doctors or even uh, with, with Jodie Whittaker's coming up. Which and I'm certain that if they do a big epic event, it will include Jodie Whittaker because they do oh, have yeah. her story, her rights too. So, But um, yeah, I agree with you. It, it, as, as much as fans, we, we love this stuff. We, we absolutely love these stories, but as much as we want more of them, that's we fans shouldn't always get what we want. Right. <laughs> we, we, right we, we, there's always a bit of temperament that has to be kind of held in check with stuff like this because if you give us what we want, then well, we're done, and, and I don't want to be done. I want to. I want to. I want to remain hungry. So you kind of have to be careful with it. So I agree. I hope that next year, if they do something, maybe it's a little bit of a smaller scale, like maybe only two doctors show up. 
you know, Jody Wakers and somebody else's. One, that, yeah, which I think might be kind of cool. I I do love that they have completely jumped wholeheartedly on the what do they call it? The Omega Factor, which is why they don't remember. I think they called. Oh it the, yeah, I think that's they actually they called, called it. it the Omega Factor. The, the Omega Limitation. Effect. That's it. Yeah, yes. the Omega Limitation Effect, which I thought was cool. Which was nice I, I don't think I've ever. Name. I was gonna say I don't think I've ever heard it named before. No. So this is probably the first time, and they've jumped wholeheartedly into that concept that that I think. We have subscribed to, and much of fandom has gleamed from Moffat's brief explanation of it in Data Doctor that only the most recent Doctor will remember these events, and that's why yeah. they can have these crossover events and it not affect past stories of, hey, I, I've already met you. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, you haven't because you don't remember <laughs> that you did. So, Omega Limitation Effect, that's what it was. Good stuff. Yeah. Liked it very much. It good. All right, Sean, what do we got coming up on the schedule? Coming up on the schedule, uh, next episode is number 373, and we will take a look at Big Finish Mainline Story number 97, which is a uh, two-story uh, deal, The Wishing Beast and The Vanity Box, uh, continuing the virus strand. I didn't think this one was. I don't think it is. It is. Is it four, then? Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> may, may or may not really be Who part knows? of that. Uh, and then uh, Glenn will be gone the following week. So for uh, 374, uh, Keith and I have decided that we will be doing, and I don't have the titles right in front of me, I'll apologize for that, uh, some Torchwood while Glenn's gone. So we are going to do the first series of Titan Comics, Torchwood Comics, and the first audio uh, Which from, I believe is called The Conspiracy. I think you're right, uh, from Big Finish uh, for that. And then uh, then it is finally time to get lost in time for 375. We will be looking at The Highlanders, one of those poor lost missing episodes that doesn't exist anymore. So we will look at the non-realization and the retcon of that story. And that finishes out March. The recon. The recon, not the retcon. <laughs> the retcon of The Highlanders is a whole different kettle of fish. Cool. All right. Anything, any unfinished business we need to take care of before we close this show? I don't think so. I don't right. think so. That's going to do it. Until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.